Hey guys, and welcome back to Uncut the Podcast, hosted by Neon, where we will be taking you into the world of pop culture, social media, and influencer celebrity. We'll share the stories of brands and people who are leading the growth in the industry with our amazing guest lineup, as well as give an inside scoop into the social media industry and discussions that you can use in your daily life, both personally and professionally. So guys, before we begin, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Grace. I'm Sophia. And I'm Bella. We are three friends who happen to work at Neon together. There is so much going on behind closed doors here, and we want to be the one to bring you inside the world and continue the discussions around the ever-changing social media world. So please join us. Okay, so now on to our special guest of the day, our director, Nina King. So first, we're going to give a little bit of a bio on Nina. Nina King started Neon by herself when she was just 19 years old. And now at 25, it has grown into a worldwide company with over 400 talent and models signed worldwide. She's worked with brands such as American Express, Dior, Louisa Villaroma, Bulgari, Revolve, PLT, Bondi Sands, Mecca and Verve Coco, to name a few. Since then, she has started three other companies, including Neon Platinum, a dedicated sub-company targeting top-tier luxury talent, Neon On Tour, a global content creation company for talent and brands, as well as The Global Co, which is a social media giveaway company. With so much more planned for 2020 and beyond, we are very excited to have the opportunity to chat with with Nina today. So yes, hi Nina, welcome, how are you today? What a bio. Loving it. (laughs) What's happening? Well, thank you for coming. We're so excited for you um, to join us today. I think we'll start off with our pop culture section. What do you guys think? Let's go. Absolutely. Okay. Who's going to start us off? I will start us off. Um, So we can begin with our topic one is how Kylie Jenner was caught using a drugstore sunscreen in the same week she was promoting the launch of her own Kylie skin How sunscreen. was she caught? Like, on okay. Insta? Like, she, what was yeah, the sit? So she posted a picture. So, like, her and her sisters are in Palm Beach at their mum's, like, Palm... No, it's like oh, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Not yeah. Palm Beach, sorry. At their mum's um, beach house. And she was, like spraying sunscreen on her and everyone was like wait a minute you don't have a spray sunscreen like what are you doing oh. and then they like worked it out that it was probably like she was new- like in the background of a video and the yeah. can was orange yeah and i think there's a really popular brand in america i think it's like banana boat in america's orange yeah and everyone was like three days ago you were promoting her kylie skin one which is like a light pink bottle it's like a cream that you push out <laughs> and now and she's now she's spraying <laughs> with this orange one wow it was uh, just <laughs> are we surprised i know for a fact she does not use her own skincare well so what? i say i say i know for a fact i mean yeah. there's no way are you in her bathroom <laughs> like no color? i, I wouldn't be to be fair i wouldn't be surprised if she does use it but i think that she has really good skin and her stuff is so gentle that it doesn't even matter whether she uses it or not you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's not like she has acne and she uses it and it cures her life she's you know? getting a facial every day as well yeah, yeah. it says here that because her sunscreen is 32 american dollars for a bottle which is a lot oh, that's so and then the one she was using is 10 dollars from a pharmacy <laughs> so everyone's just like what are you doing and it looks fine but it's more just like why are you using a different brand it doesn't Apparently make any sense her excuse was she was at her mom so she didn't have it like speaking of palm springs how's coachella's cancelled i have know yeah no or yeah it's postponed. it's postponed until october but if you look at all insurances, it does not cover epidemics. Mm. So no one is covered for any flights, hotels, tickets, t- like anything. 
we were talking about this because we were saying like <laughs> so many of those big companies like Revolve do Revolve Fest and they have they're these huge fly- things. They've already booked flights for at least 12 influencers from Australia oh and they God. can't get any of the money back because it's part of like this epidemic. So insurance doesn't cover it. And they would have booked this stuff months and months, months. ago. So how Coachella long have we like, been working on Coachella? Like a year, since last year. Like People so work long. on it for so long and... I was so surprised they did this, but then again, like if there was a massive outbreak of sick people at Coachella, it would be really bad. Can you imagine people just dropping dead at a Coachella party? Okay, uh, you're the dramatic person that's buying all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I feel like I think that if they did reschedule it, a lot of people would still go. I feel like a lot of the events would still happen, but obviously, a lot of money is going to be wasted on the cancellation mm. of these I big saw things. All the funniest meme ever, and it was like. America's gonna be an epidemic because everyone in America is so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'm really interested to see what happens. I can't believe I haven't heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. They were, there was rumors for a few weeks, like oh, it might be postponed, whatever, because it's starting in April. It's meant to be the first weekend of yeah. April, so like three, four weeks. But yeah, now it's like fully postponed till when? I am surprised though because it's till when October. October is the new one. It'll be freezing. Yeah, it will be different. Well, another thing that I saw in the news recently was. Well, actually, Bella told me about it. Was the Survivor guy going The Bachelor? What happened again, Bella? Okay, guys, the cutest <laughs> boy, I think it was season two, named Lockie, um, went on Survivor. Obviously, because he's cute, he got, you know... Quite far. Yes, but then also, because he was the cutest one by the end, I think he got, got oh, cut. Right. Um, and then he <laughs> came, he's come back for the All-Star All Stars season, this season that aired this year. And now he is the new Australian Bachelor. Woohoo! Oh my god. <laughs> so is this like normal for them to move between shows or not really? Yeah, Angie did Gogglebox and then oh, yeah. Yeah. I think she's like what's sprouted. Mm-hmm. Because they used to do like within like the franchise. Like you know how Richie was on the season yeah. and then he became it and then what was it, Ali and then she became right. it. Right. Yeah. But now I think they're starting to do but do you reckon it's only within Channel Ten because Gogglebox is Channel Ten. Get the views. Do you know how strict those contracts are, honey? Yeah. True. Oh my gosh. We're not gonna get any like the block with But I think he'll be really good. Like he's yeah. got a good personality, like on All Stars, he's like flirting with like all the um, Survivor girls. Like he obviously doesn't have a girlfriend, but like I do think that he's gonna bring like actual entertainment yeah. to the show. You know how like sometimes they're a bit bland. Yeah. yeah. He's not a bland. Well, like, who was the last Bachelor? Oh, the scientist guy. What's oh, his name? Yeah. See, he that's what weird. I mean. Like you don't even remember. You don't watch it. Yeah. You know, like this can you remember? No. Exactly. This guy's a hunk. Okay, I'm excited. We should <laughs> when does Bella's like, call me, please. <laughs> no, it's good as well because he's going to bring the whole audience yeah. from Survivor. Yeah. To, that's so I smart. I think it's smart too because it, it would be really different audience. I feel like Survivor's a lot more mm. like generic and older yeah. and more like family, whereas Bachelor's like young. Yeah, people are going to watch it for sure. Yeah, I'm excited It'll be to interesting. Watch it. I can't wait for the girl lineup. Oh See who he like <laughs> is instantly attracted to. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> All right, well, on. That note, I think we've talked about enough about Lockie for now. I think we're going to bring it back to our guest interview today, Nina. So, Nina, we know you've been on a fair few podcasts and panels now, and we wanted to ask you a few questions that you haven't been asked before. Okay. So, we want to start with, what is it like to be a manager to some of the largest talent in the world? Oh, it's definitely been a journey, like especially with the growth of social media, a lot of our talent have been with us for many years. So they've started with a following of say 100,000 and now they're at a million or 2 million. So it's definitely been a growth. And as a manager, 
you really need to be looking at the different opportunities for them. So whether they're in the fashion space, if they're more specifically involved within the beauty space, um, and also developing on a lot of these girls have, and boys have started their own businesses outside of the Instagram platform. So utilizing opportunities from a managerial perspective of being able to help them capitalize on those opportunities too, and not just focused on like an everyday Instagram post, but more as their holistic career. So I think that in terms of a manager and like and managing really large talent, that's definitely something in my experience that you need to think of more and more as they get bigger and bigger. Right, so what are some of the tips you would give to building your talent's careers and also a business from what you've learned? Oh, some tips, okay. Um, again, like it's changed so much, but at the moment, like I definitely know that within the content team, we really look for content. Content is really needs to be consistent and strong. Um, second of all would be that like don't worry too much about the engagement these days because obviously you, we can't see the likes and comments like obviously in the US you still can but here you can't see it so a lot of the brands are asking for your back-end insights so if you're wanting to attract a female audience and promote female products you need to be posting female content don't be posting in lingerie and swimmer all the time because it's not going to co correlate to brands and it's not going to correlate to girls so just thinking of that from a business point of view of like what exactly you're posting because that really does affect how many jobs you do and don't get um, and then we also had another guest in the other day dylan who's the owner of happy skin co and similar to what he said is a lot of influencers are pushing themselves out by making their prices too high so really trying to think about where you stand in the market in terms of pricing and listen to your manager and say like where is it at like where do you think i should be pricing myself a lot of the time if you're really got a low following then you should really be working with influencers on a contra basis to begin with and developing and building that relationship so you can then work with them on a paid basis but yeah i would really be trying to focus on as well like there's so many influencers now compared to what there was so mm. if you price yourself out of the game you're not going to get any work you mm. really need to be strategical about that and listen to your manager and then that way um you can really like focus on where you put yourself in the market yeah that's so true so i think one of the big questions everyone wants to know is what are the challenges that come with being a manager oh uh, <laughs> challenges I guess like it's a very 24 seven job um, and for influencers, like it's the same, like they never really have set times and things like that. So mm. I think from a managerial point of view, it is sometimes hard to differentiate, you know, being, you know, saying or like having a day off sort of thing. Um, so that's definitely a challenge, but um, some of the other difficult things of just being a manager is I guess just like multitasking, especially for us, we've got so many influencers. Um, so just multitasking and making sure that the time allocation for each of our talent is really there. Sitting down with them, even if it's just a phone call, if they're traveling or in another state and going through their development plans, strategizing with them, seeing who they want to work with and doing all those sorts of things. So just making sure the time allocation is really important. Um, what else would you say, Grace? Because you do I a lot of think talent. I'm big thing would also be that like people don't really like you were saying people a lot of brands as well don't realize like we're not being paid for our time and effort that we put in like we only get paid once the deals goes through yeah you know what i mean for and sure. so i think that like almost like not not only like getting people to like respect influences as a business because sometimes it's like mm. so new it's difficult but also like 
to get respect our time and like the effort that we put in yeah there's definitely like a lot of time that's put in before you even get to a deal mm. which can sometimes i've just let that doesn't even phase me anymore because it's just like part of the business but i definitely remember at the start like you'd put in a whole week of work and 100 emails to get one deal done um, but that's just kind of like what it takes sometimes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, some, you know, the other end doesn't always understand that, but I do think that that's part of the job. Yeah. Um, and it's very different to like PR where you're on like a retainer basis yeah. and you're paid for your time, regardless if you get the results or yeah. not for us, it's like, you got to get the results, mm. you know? And, um, yeah. I think that's really important. Like we always talk about that in team meetings is like, you know, what are the results that we're getting? Which deals are we booking? Have we done that? If we haven't called them, you mm. know, we're like always on it. Um, and I think that's like re like one reason why this brand is so successful because we are like we do check back lists which the girls hate me talking about. <laughs> I'm like, have you done your check back list? <laughs> I just did my one today. Yeah, I know I got like a thousand CCs. Yeah, I know. I literally have to do like sixty to make them. It's fine. <laughs> so I guess on a similar note, why do you think a brand should use an agency? Um, I think there's definitely a lot of benefits to using an agency. Um, one being that if you're going to use multiple influencers, which most brands do, then you're just using one agent, which you can go to for one update. You don't have to be chasing 20 different people for Instagram posts. Um, and we often do package deals, which just allows cost effectiveness in that sense. Um, it also alleviates the cost um, in your time. So like the time of trying to book them, do the criteria, do the strategy, do all those sorts of things and then also implement it yourself. So just looking at it from a time point of view as well. Um, and then also the strategy side, like obviously we've worked with so many influencers on campaigns, we've seen the results, we've got the case studies, we can really sit down with the client and assist them and with recommendations of a strategy, which they wouldn't necessarily have the experience on prior, or if they have done, it would only be the experience from what they've done in their previous campaign. It's not from a holistic point of view of an array of different products, an array of different markets, all those sorts of things, which we have the knowledge and experience on that we can provide to them. So I think I've definitely had feedback that, that um, our clients love using agencies for those reasons. And that obviously like we're just on it and that we mm. can like give them a call and an update anytime. Mm. And, and instead of like chasing 20 people, they just send us an email being like, where's it at? And we can send them through you know, a full document of like an updated campaign that mm -hmm. they can see. Um, so yeah, I think that's like one of the main benefits to using an agency for sure. Um, so are there many rewarding elements for you? Um, yeah, definitely. Like there's whenever an influencer puts together, especially like collection collaborations, like those take a lot of time. Like people don't understand like the time and effort that goes behind that just from like the development board all the way to like producing the end result, the, the launch event, like everything like that. So I think that that's really rewarding going through that process with any of our clients and then seeing the end result um, and being able to put that against the influencer's portfolio because that's really mm. like a big thing for mm. them. It's not just like an Instagram post, like they're putting their name on a collection, you yeah. know? So that's really, really big and is rewarding. Um, also like you develop really strong connections with you know your clients and like you know Bella like you talk to the models all the time mm, you like 100%. you do get invested in their yeah. lives and like when Gracie had her baby like and she told me for the first time I cried yeah, like, 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 I'm I was like, like oh my god yeah, because you get so invested and and like you know I wanted to you know buy her a baby shower present and do yeah. all those things because 
that you're so invested in their life, you talk to them more than you talk to your own no, husband. Legit. You know what I mean? Like, no, legit. You talk to them so much. So I think that's like really rewarding is going on the journey with them of like their life. Yeah. Um, and being able to help them in good and bad situations. Like you're there through the good, you're there through the bad and being able to help them through that and also almost be like a guided force for them mm-hmm. um, to help them through anything. So that's like a really rewarding part for me as well. Um, but yeah, what do you think? It's always really exciting when a model, just for me, because I'm obviously not on par with influencers, but just our elite, a model division, but maybe when some of the smaller or like coming up models Mm -hmm. who we maybe just recently signed, they're in development, they're fresh, maybe like those first one or two jobs they book and they're so excited and they're so grateful because those opportunities, like you were saying before, don't come as often or as quickly when you're not with an agency. Yeah, that's so true. That's like another huge thing. For like influencers wanting to get an agency is like the big thing is that like we've got all the connections and we already have the relationships developed so when you come to an agency like if you say you want to work with x brand we usually have the direct contact if not the owner of the brand's contact so mm-hmm. that's definitely a huge plus plus. Mm-hmm. and leading on from that like i remember when um one of our models olivia um calabrio she booked um the glue store campaign which she was in like all the stores and everything that's so rewarding as well because like to book such a big campaign at age 19 like is pretty big for our girls and and that's rewarding like you said when they you know are so excited yeah they're so excited and they're so grateful and they're just like that's awesome and you're just excited for them because you know it's a big deal like it is awesome it is a great thing to do and you should always they should always be excited about that kind of thing another thing I find really rewarding is especially with events like the events team works so hard on these events Mm. and they spend months trying to like execute the vision and plan every detail and seeing it all come together in like its final form is like for me not that I'm on the events team just seeing the final product (laughs) it's just like oh my gosh, they did that all themselves. Yeah. And they yeah. put that whole thing together and it looks amazing. And I think that's like really rewarding to see. Yeah, especially when you just see like the PDF of the sketches and or like like Charlie the other day was like for the one that's coming up, like the color scheme is brown and green. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she showed me the whole thing and it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's, um, like it's just like amazing. Yeah. You hear it at first and you're like, okay, wow, like cool. And then you see it come to life and you're like, it's the designs, like we really try and focus on here at Neon as well as like the intricacy of like our events. So like down to how we're doing the name tags, like mm-hmm. we really think about every single detail and people sometimes don't realize like the design elements that goes into all of this. Like we don't have a company that does it for us. Like we do every single thing in house, every yeah. single thing. So like from the design boards to implementing all of the bump ins, bump outs, like mm-hmm. everything we do and like all the table decorations, we put it all together. Like there's no other God fairy that is yeah. like putting this <laughs> yeah. together. So that's definitely hugely rewarding. Yeah. But from like a managerial point of view of like talent and stuff, I definitely think that those are like the main things that yeah. brings reward. Well, I guess on a similar note, I mean, we have so many aspiring influencers and models come to us each week wanting to get their sort of big break in the industry. So what are some tips that you would give to them who are looking for a manager or an agency? Like what would you suggest that they do? If you're contacting um, an agency and like wanting to apply, really think about your application. Like don't make it just a really simple EM, um, email or DM. Um, because like, for example, we get over 50 applications a day. So and that's like not even a joke. <laughs> and that's just like models. We get another 50 for influencers. So 
I do think that you need to be able to stand out and provide us with all the information because if we can see that you've put in the time to give us a really good application and put in just like the basic things like your Instagram handle, like mm. link it to us so we mm. can see straight away a picture of yourself. What are you interested in? Are you in the fashion and beauty industry? Are you in the sports? Like what, what sort of stuff do you do? Um, and then that way it allows for us to see that you're taking it really seriously and that if we are to connect you with our clients that you're going to take that seriously, yeah. you know? So I think that that's super important. Don't just flick a message being like, I need a manager. Like it's, yeah. mm. it's A, not professional and B, you want to be taken seriously with your career. This is people's careers. Mm. Like this is all they do now. So yeah. you've got to really... It's if you were putting in a resume for a job, no. you wouldn't just flick them being like, I want a job, yeah. would you? I think no. it's good when they also research into Neil. Like if they come saying, I'm really interested in being in Curve or like mm. Platinum, yeah. they've actually taken the time to see, okay, like what do Neon offer and then what can I bring? Yeah, yeah. I think like, that's Especially good. when people are like, oh, what do you do? It's like, well, it's not my job to tell you what we do. Like it's on yeah. the website, like be like a bit, you know. Proactive. Common sense about it as well. Like, and also like you don't, there's people, I'll get like a really great, like application like this is what I want to do and even if they're like on the lower folding then I'm so keen to help them out and I push them straight through whereas it's just like hey or like you know yeah I want to work with you it's like that's not specific we have so we do so much work like I don't know whether you want to be a model and influence you know like yeah it's so key because like, then we are going to want to help them out <laughs> yeah exactly for sure no agreed always send photos through the amount of applications I get where people are like I want to be a model I have all this experience and then don't send a photo <laughs> like, what? how am I supposed to <laughs> like what am I supposed the to do the one thing modeling I have to see your face like, <laughs> or, uh, the, or like they're like on private I'm like and then they don't send you pictures and it's like well I can't even look at your Instagram yeah. so. <laughs> anyways <laughs> um, bit of a funny question um, oh. Nina, for you. Yes. So, what are so we imagine you would get some strange requests, and so what are some that you have received in the past? Oh my gosh. Um, the biggest one is like accommodation. Like, can I get free accommodation? Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're always forever trying to find accommodation, and like people as well. Like going back to it, like we do all of these things just to help our talent. Like. Mm you know going out and finding accommodation like that can sometimes take our team like two hours to mm. try and find because especially in like remote locations or like the Maldives where there's very limited like locations and villas and yeah. so forth um so like all those sorts of things like accommodation um what's another weird one um more so like requests on like trips away like neon on tour or like something like that <laughs> they're like it's like a party trip or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, can I bring my baby? It's like, oh, I'm not sure if the baby's going to enjoy themselves, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, I think we got I like a Christmas tree once. So I was like, can you get me a Christmas, a Christmas tree? tree. Oh. <laughs> it was a bit like, all right, like we can. But <laughs> yeah. It was a bit odd. It was a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, that one was funny. Yeah. I think the weirdest like DMs too that we get are like, can you tell me if I'm pretty? And really? Like, yeah, yeah, like, I do you think I can, like, do you think I have what it takes? And it's like, well, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked the DMs in so long. There's some funny ones in yeah. there. There's some funny ones. Or like, or people are very rude. Like, they're very aggressive. Yeah. Or sometimes brands think that we're, we're a, like, one model. They're yeah. like, can we I send you our product? Or like, yeah. they think that we're just one person. I, I actually that. pay attention. I get those all the time where brands, like, we like, repeatedly emails me. I'm like, I 
don't have like I do not like this is an agency email <laughs> <laughs> tell me who you're talking to yeah. Like, yeah. I hate that you can't work it up for life yeah. I'm <laughs> who would you like to work with yeah. 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 like ask and like majority of the time they will repeat the same email and I'm just like, like yeah. 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 can you just imagine like Bella posting on the neon channel in like a bikini <laughs> <laughs> sure like, yes I'm collabing now everyone on behalf of Aeon um, one time oh. I think like you accidentally put um, your like Gracie's as my email and it was like your loungewear products are on their way and I was like yes <laughs> I'm getting loungewear and I was like shit this is for Gracie not me <laughs> oh, oh my too god too funny so now for our very last question what is next for not only you but as for Nian as a whole Oh, um, for Neon as a whole, well, obviously we've just launched three new businesses, so really developing their growth on that. Um, we've got the Neon on tour coming up for the Great Barrier Reef, which is so exciting with a bunch of our influencers, including Maria Perez, Gabby Sullivan, Gabby Gosling, Avalon, um, Vanessa Sierra, and Phoebe Thompson. So that'll be so, so fun. Um, so that's basically just taking influencers all around the globe, connecting with brands to create content and social media posts. So that'll be awesome. We've got like a bunch of different trips this year. So any brands are interested, give us a holler. <laughs> um, and then we've got the Global Co. that's doing an array of different giveaways each month this year. So that'll be really exciting and growing that. They've currently done one with Tammy Hembrail. So that'll be great and there's another one coming on Monday so actually yeah. I can say it's with Stassi okay. baby because yeah. <laughs> it'll be launched by then <laughs> I love her so love that'll her. be really really cool um and then the last one we've got Neon Platinum um and that's obviously our luxury agency so doing collaborations with designer brands like your Louis Vuittons your Bulgari coach Jimmy Choo all of them so I'm really excited to develop more on that because I do really feel like there's a huge gap in the market for it um, and we're already seeing that um, and developing upon that so that'll be really good and then obviously for Neil Mono Management um, just developing all the different areas that we have and really honing and focusing on our talent um, and developing their careers and being able to help them and assist them with you know their businesses and all that sort of stuff so so, yeah, I think that's the next thing for us, and it's super exciting. It's super exciting. All right, guys, seems like we're coming to the end of today's episode. Let's wrap up with our quote of the day, which I think really relates to our guest, Nina. So that is, successful people are not gifted, they just work hard, then succeed on purpose. So true. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. I think it's very true. Definitely, yeah. I definitely think that as well as, like, for anyone you know thinking to start their own business is like there's no such thing as luck like luck can be timing of something but if you don't put in the hard work and the hard like hours of things like it's never gonna be successful like I can tell you I still come into the office every single day at 7 a.m and I don't leave until 5 30 or 6 p.m and then I'll get back on the computer and there's like you guys can all account for this. It's not one time that you've ever come in and I'm not here. Yeah, you never. know, like, yeah. and we're five down, five years down the line. So, like, you've just got to work hard and and really just hone in on your craft and make sure that with every bit of growth that you do, that it's backed by your like funding and everything like that. So. Yeah, but if you, anyone has any business questions, feel free to DM my Insta with Nina King. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> we'll tag it below in the, in the show notes. 
Well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode of Uncut. Next week, we will be chatting all things health, health and lifestyle with JS Health founder Jessica Seffel. So, thank you, Nina, for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.